of the tape for this, our main event of the evening. We introduce the champion, Chris, the West Side Strangler Brennan. Let's get it all! What's up, guys? We're here to go over the UFC 285 in Las Vegas coming up this weekend. Um, big fight card, big huge fight card. Even the undercard, yeah, looks really good. I was looking. There uh, are guys should that there should be on the main card that are on the undercard, and guys on the main card that should be on the undercard. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> I, I, I thought that for sure. I was surprised to see Brunson Duplessis. I know Cody, Cody Garbrandt has been. Um, he's had a rough few fights, but, yeah, but he's a main card guy. I would think. Typically, he is for sure. He, uh, I think he's in what used to be Uriah Faber's favorite spot, which is the last last fight on the undercard, right which gets a ton of views and for advertisement when they were sponsors. Yeah. It was great because it was the last free. Uh, okay. Before yeah, you had yeah, to buy yeah. the paper, it was the last yeah. free fight on TV. So, uh, yeah, it's a good spot to be in. It's cool. Well, let's talk about the first fight on the main card of the pay-per-view, Bo Nickel and Jamie Pickett. So I'm going to get some hate from all the wrestlers for this. Okay. <clears throat> um, he is... He's a stud, phenomenal wrestler. Who he? Bo Nickel. Okay. Um, I say he because no one knows who Jamie Pickett is. Okay. And the only reason Jamie Pickett's on the main card is because of Bo Nickel. He's coming on a two-fight losing streak. And uh, Bo Nickel has done nothing in the sport of MMA to be on the main card. But he said, I won't fight if I'm not on the main card. And Dana put him on the main card. I don't so, see Dana capitulating very very that, strange that's You're weird correct. to see him do that very yeah and any he, he does have a lot of potential but you know like i said there are there are undercard guys this is a good ufc this is like a great ufc and uh he's you know he doesn't deserve to be there he's done enough in wrestling to be whatever he wants but in the sport of mma he's not and so uh he's fighting a guy that's coming off of two losses before that was two wins before that was two losses and uh he he does have more experience than him, but they've strategically picked stylistically uh, a guy that Bo is going to run over and look good on TV and be like, see, I should have been on the main card. But the problem is the guy he's fighting shouldn't be on the main card. So, uh, yeah, whatever. So Bo Nichols coming in at 3-0, and oh, yeah. and two of those three wins are on Dana White's Contender Series. Right. So it's not – I mean, obviously he's getting some preferential treatment because – So he won. he won his first fight on there – and Dana didn't want to give him a contract with only two fights, not being able to see much. Yep. And then he came out and did it again, and then, you know, he, he, he gave him a contract. And that's cool. Like, if they put him in the UFC, that's fine. If they want to put him through a developmental deal, yeah, fine. But Bo Nickel is trash-talking everybody in the division, saying, I'll be the best in the division. I'm, right now I could fight the, you know, top guy right now. Well, he's saying that because he knows Dana's not going to give him the top guy right now. So yeah, you can sure. you can talk all you want sure. if you know it's not going to happen. I could knock the shit out of, you know, uh, what's the heavyweight champ's name uh, that just left? Oh, Ngannou? Yeah, I could knock out Ngannou. <laughs> so could I. As long as we never fight, <laughs> right? So yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's just, it's whatever. It's I'm I'm hating on him. He has phenomenal wrestling. You know, he, he's going to be a great fighter, most likely. And... Uh, but I just, I've been around for a long time, yeah. and everyone, for the most part, has to earn that spot, you know, earn their way through the sport. Um, and, I mean, even Henry Cejudo, who was a, a couple-time, uh, who was an Olympic gold medalist, 
the youngest we ever had before Kyle Snyder, fought in LFA, fought in other shows before getting to the UFC. Yep. And he wasn't on the main card, I don't think, for for his first fight. And, you know, went on to get knocked out by Demetrius Johnson or, or um, um, the other little guy from Alpha Male. Um, I forget his name. I'll get back to it. But And then came back you know got got a little much too too much too soon then came back and ended up being a two-time champ or a two weight class champ and and you know so the possibility is there sure but uh i don't think they throw him up to the top guys and i think he knows that and that's why he can talk trash because he knows by the time he does get there he, he'll most likely be able to beat those guys but it is what it is um, I'm interested to see the fight. Um, I, I think he runs over the guy he's fighting. Okay. Um, I would like to see him have just a little bit of adversity. I haven't seen him even get punched yet. Um, so we'll see. Interesting statistic for Bo Nickel. He's had three fights, and his total cage time right now is under two minutes and thirty seconds in right. those three fights. Right. And and so he has he has a half of a round of experience in the cage. That's it. That's it. You know, that's not very much experience. And he's fighting on the main card right. in a huge and one of the biggest UFCs probably, you know, in for a long sure. time. I mean, in yeah, a, a long, long time. time. And I, I got into a little debate with people online when it first, you know, happened. And, and uh, they all argued for him. And everyone's free to do as they please, right, and argue sure. for whoever they want. But sure. the facts of the matter are he doesn't deserve to be on the main card especially with some of the guys that are on the undercard. Yeah. So hopefully you're in this spot. So you're, are you picking Pickett? No, no, no. I think no. Bo Nickel okay. probably Bo runs him over. They, they're right. they're going to strategically pick who he fights for a little bit, I'm sure. Yeah. And he, he can take down, you know, I'd love to see him fight Chemaev. Mm. That would be, mm. you know, if if he wants the best right off the bat, go ahead and jump to that level sure. and see what happens because that guy did that and lost his first fight. So go ahead and fight the guy that lost his first fight when he got yeah. put into the top ten guys and see how it goes. Um, I think Jamie Pickett is is uh, not the guy to do it. I don't think anybody's signing up for Chimaev right now. I don't think that's. I don't think there's <laughs> a long line. Call him out, talking yeah. trash on him. So we'll see make it happen. Second fight, this is another, another middleweight bout, uh, Matisse Gamrot and Jalen Turner. So I I don't know if I'm confused, but I believe Matisse Gamrot was a 55-er because he fought um, Benil Darouche. He, he did. That's his last fight. Was okay, so he's moving up to 170. I wonder if he's moving up to stay up. Um, I believe he was having a terrible cut getting to 55. So he might be moving up to stay up. Very short. He's my height, 5'8", which is pretty short in the 170-pound division. Yeah. I, I, that's where I fought, but guys are a lot bigger than that now, and I believe his opponent is 6'2". Um, yeah, they've got it listed here in, in centimeters. So yeah, I, I, I believe he's 6'2". Uh, and so that's going to be – it's Jalen Turner, right? Yeah. Yeah, it's going to be – he's going to have, a, a, I'd imagine, a pretty hefty reach advantage. Um, and so, yeah, that'll be an exciting fight. Gamera's tough, man. He's tough. Twenty-one and two coming into this with with one of your two losses to Benil Darouche. Right. That's a solid, solid resume. Absolutely. Um, and I, I I I can confirm right here on Jalen Turner. Hold on, just, I'm 
going to load up. So are you picking Gamrot then on this? Um, that's uh, a good question. Turner's actually coming in at 6'3". He's listed at... Oh, this is interesting. He's listed at 6'3", 155. Maybe this is... They're isn't. both listed at 155 on, on the app. Yeah, I wonder why they had it listed as a middle as... Yeah, it says lightweight on here. Okay, it must have been wrong on that on the app that I was at. Okay. Um, so yeah, I would. Man, it's a tough call. Twenty-one and two, thirteen and five. Um, stylistically, I think Matthias Gamrot wrestles him, and probably does a, a pretty good job. Jalen Turner is—he's tall, man. He's long. He's tough to uh, tough to get in on his legs, but. I think that it probably happens. Jalen Turner was supposed to be fighting Dan Hooker. Mm. And that would have been a much more interesting fight body type-wise because they're both going to be real long mm -hmm. and, and uh, lanky. And so uh, Gamrot's a, a, a change. I'm, I'm not sure when that switched. Do you know why? No, but I, I would imagine that's a that's an entire body body type change yeah. over a camp. Yeah. So I'm, just, I'm curious if it's been like a month or if it's been a week or it's been, you know. Sure. That'd be interesting to find out. I'll go with Gamrot. Okay. Jeff Neal and Shavkat Rachmanov. Yeah, that's a so Jeff Neal's the the one guy from Fortis who continues to perform well. Um, he, I think, he just lost though to a tough, tough guy. Uh, good fight. Uh, Luke K. Who? Luke K. Is that, did he lose to him? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, no, I'm sorry. Win. TKO. Who did he fight before that? Mm, I have to pull that up. Hold on. Okay. Um, um, anyway, he's, he's tough, man. He's, he's the best guy out of that gym that's been at that gym, you know, and didn't just start there. Um, I'm going to go with, it's him and who? Uh, no, no, Rachmanov. Rachmanov. That's a tough call. Sixteen and 0, 15 and four. Yeah, I'm gonna go with I'm gonna go with Rachmanov on that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you were wanting to know Vicente Luque. He beat and then Santiago Ponzinibbio was his, the win before that. They okay. lost to Neil Magny. Lost to Wonder Boy. So not who I was thinking of on on coming off the loss then. And uh, yeah, Rachmanov. He's coming in obviously undefeated. Um, Where's he from? Uh, Is that a dumb question? No, With he's a 16 um, record. Kazakhstan. <laughs> yep. So Kazakh, Dazik, whatever. Yeah, yeah, it's got a stand at the end of yeah. it. So um, he's coming off of wins of Neil Magny, um, Carlston Harris. So um, I'm trying to see if there's anybody he, else. How long has he been in the UFC? This is only his second, third. Uh, no, this is actually his fifth fight yeah. in the UFC. One, All right. two, three. Yeah, this will be his his fifth fight. So I'm gonna go with him. Brockmanov. Yep. Makes sense. <laughs> Co-main event. It's gonna be interesting. Shevchenko's defending against Alexa Grasso. Yeah. Number one versus number five. Or champ versus number five. Yeah, unfortunately I don't see Alexa Grasso having enough to get it done against Valentina. I I dig watching Alexa Grasso fight. Great striking. Um, real, real good boxing, crisp boxing. I'm still bitter, even though Valentina is my favorite female fighter. I'm still bitter that she's fighting her and not fighting the girl that, in my opinion, beat her. Which was? Um, I don't know the Hold on. big 
She was a stud, the one that kept taking her down. Uh, um, I'm pulling up her, her resume right now. I hate that. I can't remember her name. Yeah. She's uh, a stud. She was a Brazilian girl. Uh, Santos? Yes. yes. Talia Santos. Yep. And And so, was it split? It was. Yeah, it should have been split the other way. But anyway. <laughs> um, and like I said, she's my favorite fighter as yeah. a female. And yeah, I was yeah. I was pulling for her to win. And I was just like, she didn't get it done. She's not getting it done. And when the fight was over, I was like, oh, you know, she got a loss. And then she didn't. So that fight should have been redone right then. And it wasn't. So now we get to see her fight Alexa Grasso. I think... I think if she stands with Alexa Grasso, it'll be a good fight. It'll be nice. It'll be an interesting fight. Um, a lot more can happen. If she ties up, takes her down, and, and plays that game with her, you know, Alexa's good there. She she has uh, a bit of a chance, but... Um, so you're telling me there's a chance. Yeah, so you're saying <laughs> there's a chance. Um, it's so hard to bet against Valentina. Yeah. And I, I don't know where she's training now. Like, I, I saw a guy in her corner that named Richie something that we saw when we were in New York a long time ago and he was he's a boxing coach and all of a sudden next thing I know he's in her corner and before that I knew she was down in Houston training with with uh, people that I knew and then before that like she bounces around where she trains and kind of brings her crew with her mm -hmm. so I'm, I don't know if she's gets everything that she needs but she's so far ahead of so many girls in there that it, it's uh, hard to argue with is there is there an argument to be made that by bouncing around like that, you're seeing different things, you're learning different things, you're being exposed to different things, and, and sure. your blind spots are exposed? Is is there an argument to be made that that actually is better for her as a fighter? There is, and typically I would say the problem is is the different coaching. You get different coaching, you know, people telling you one thing, mm. people telling you something mm. else, sure, sure. and then you got to pick and choose. She brings her coaches. Yeah. So she, I don't think she's getting coached by other people when she's there. Okay. She's using the gym and the partners and the, yep. you know, stuff like that. She is like a professional boxer. You know, like Mike Tyson's training camp is Mike Tyson. You know, uh, for MMA, you're in a gym with 30 other guys. Yeah. And, and you're all training and sparring and moving around. In boxing, they're paying guys rounds to do rounds with you, to spar with you. Mm -hmm. You know, it costs money uh, to get a sparring partner. And and she is, I'm sure, I don't know if she's paying people for rounds, but her camp is basically her. It's a traveling Valentina Shevchenko team, you know. And uh, you can get somebody very good that way. I mean, she's getting a lot of attention from from her coaches. Yeah. Shevchenko's coming in on a nine-fight win streak, hasn't lost since 2017 to Amanda Nunes. Uh, she lost to Nunes. Was it that long ago when they fought the last time? Uh, and then she also fought Nunes, um, McGregor Diaz, um, in this is UFC 196 in 2016. 16. And her only other loss goes back to 2010, Liz Carmouche. <laughs> so she's only lost three times to two different fighters. Did she redeem Liz Carmouche? Um, I believe so. That was in C3 fights. So this was not a big promotion. Okay. And then from there, uh, I don't. No. Yes, she did. Okay. UFC Fight Night 256 in 2019. Um, so I did. couldn't see her being in the same organization with her and not asking for that fight. Yeah. Yeah. So. Um, it's like you said, it's really hard to bet against Shevchenko. Yeah. I think her and Nunez, um, they're both at, at such a high level 
that when they're on the card, I don't, it's hard to go. I mean, and Nunez I mean, has a loss on her, obviously. And, and it's hard to not say she's better than Amanda Nunez because she fights at 25 sometimes, Amanda fights at 45 sometimes, yeah. and there's a split decision loss in their last fight. That's right. That's right. Right, like, so that's that's kind of like looking at um, Volkanovski and yeah. Volkanovski and, and uh, Mok- uh, Mok- yeah, Mokchev, but even with a weight class between them. Yeah. You know? Yeah, and she's still losing races. Yeah, I mean, she's she's right there. Yeah. So I think she's probably the better technical fighter for sure. Uh, so I, I take it you are taking Shevchenko. Here. I would like to see Alexa Grasso win. I would like to see. I think it would it would light a fire unless the close decision that Valentina just won lit a fire under her and yeah. realized, oh, they're getting close. Yeah. Um, but I think if uh, Alexa Grasso got it done, it would it would really fire up Valentina. But I think I think Valentina pulls it off. She doesn't have very well. She's got a handful of split decisions going back, but. Um, but yeah, that'll be that'll be interesting to see. Um, yeah. I think I'm pulling for Shevchenko. Um, yeah. I think she is one of the greats, and it's no it's, doubt it's fun to see the greats win and continue to do well. All right, talked a little bit about it on the last podcast. It's finally here. We've been hitting about this and talking about it for. A few months now, John Jones, after three years in the ring, is fighting Cyril gone. Uh, John is coming in at 26-1, and one, a four-fight win streak. His last win was against Dominic Reyes in 2020. Almost, it was, it was February of 2020. Right, so it's like so three it's years like, and a month. Exactly, yeah. We're talking 37 months, I yeah. guess. Um, Cyril gone's coming in off of a, a two-fight win streak, I guess. Um, his last one... He uh, took out Tai Tuivasa, who's, I think, one of our favorite fighters. He's a great, great I love guy. watching him. The guy's awesome. Um, I saw a cool, I saw um, Searle talking about this, and he's like, look, we know how this is going to go. I'm going to want to stay on my feet. John is going to want to go to the ground. Yeah. I don't think anybody has any question about that. I, I'm assuming that's exactly how you saw this coming in. John Jones stands with a lot of good strikers. He does have good striking. He has that nasty oblique kick to the knee. Um, does he have good striking or did he have good striking? Right. I don't know. Like, on mitts, I think he looks like trash right now. I think he's fat. Like, he put on weight, and I'm sure he put on a lot of muscle too, but he looks fat. Yeah. And he doesn't look like, uh, back in the day, Andre Arlovsky heavyweight with a six-pack. You know, he he – is soft um does not look fast like i said the other day maybe he's playing a trick on all of us posting those and he's gonna look a hell of a lot better on saturday night i don't know um i hope he strikes with gone um i think it'll make uh, make it a closer fight i think if he wrestles he can win the fight you know i think if he wrestles he can win the fight for sure um but he's got to get gone down right but i mean Gone got taken down repeatedly, right, by by Francis Ngannou, who was not a wrestler. Big, but not a wrestler. Okay. And so... Uh, I kind of feel like there's almost an asterisk with anything Ngannou does because he's such a freak. Yeah, for sure, for sure. And, like, everyone knows I am absolutely not a fan of John Jones yeah. as a human. Yeah. And even today, there was a post saying that his no contest with Daniel, Daniel Cormier should be overturned because... Uh, 
it's not valid anymore. His his failed drug test isn't valid anymore. Well, what do you mean it's not valid? Because you're not juicing now. Like, I mean, Barry Bonds can now be, you know, <laughs> now that he's not juicing, he can right. get back to, you know, being in the Hall of Fame or being in whatever. Or the the home run. King. King yeah. So it's absolutely valid. You know, you can't, you can't, uh, Dana White wants to reverse the one with, uh, Matt, Matt Hamill was mm-hmm. a down downward elbow, and he wanted to reverse that one. I don't think they ever did. I don't know if you can do that. You I, know, and it seems weird that Dana wants to come back. I mean, it seems like he should be an uh, objective, non-invested party in that. Agreed. Why would he want to go? Re- well, he those? definitely has bias with people, right? Like Connor, sure. You know, the the money makers, sure. And so, um, yeah, I mean, he's going to have those two marks on his record regardless um because he he did he he took drugs for one he elbowed you know illegal elbowed in the other they're facts so uh i uh i gave sir gone i said he was coming on a two-fight win streak that's incorrect he beat ty but before that he had lost to Ngano. right um and then before that he'd beaten Derek lewis um he'd beaten rosenstrike uh junior de santos uh, alexander volkov guys See, these are guys, Cyril Gons beating on the feet that I don't see John Jones beating on the feet. I think he has to wrestle a lot more in the heavyweight division than he did in the light heavyweight division. And let's remember, his last two fights, being three years ago, were decision losses that over half or at least half of the MMA community think he lost. So they're saying... if. Reyes was unanimous, whatever that means. I'm sure it was probably a four. That's the one that people think he lost more than the other one. Yeah. And then Thiago Santos was a split decision. Um, Anthony Smith was a decision. I mean, you, you're going back to 2018. You're going back on five years to see John's, or John Jones finish a fight. But five years, but how many fights? Four? Six, five, three, three. Yeah, Anthony like. Smith is a decision. Thiago Santos is a decision, and Dominic Reyes is a decision. Yeah. The the last fight that he finished was Gustafson, and then those three fighters after that. So, yeah. Um, and then he's got you know a no contest against Cormier, and then it's a decision against OSP, another decision against Cormier, a decision against Teixeira, a decision against Gustafson. Um, I mean, he's going back to 2013. Uh, he's got one finish between 2013 and now, um, right. and that's going back to uh, finishing Chael Sonnen with elbows in 2013. I mean, right. just saying Chael Sonnen that's tells you it's a long time ago. You know, you know that's what I mean? That's 10 years. It's 10 years. One finish in 10 years? One finish in 10 years. <laughs> like, come on. Yeah. Yeah. So well, lots of, He's got wins, but one finish. Right, right, right. Years. Yeah, he's beating guys, but they're lasting five rounds with him. Yeah. You know, he yeah. was a champ all that time so it was five all five round fights you always hear john jones in there with the the goat conversation you know he's up there with with some of the greats um when you talk about title defenses i think he's always well, got probably i don't know exactly six or seven title defenses i think i'd have no to idea. go back and look um it doesn't feel like on paper you would call him one of the goats is it the fight iq is it the athleticism is it the entire package what is it outside of his resume that that people call him the goat yeah i mean it's a combo of everything he's clearly athletic or was and he beat a lot of good guys didn't finish a lot of them but he he beat a lot of you know good name guys he caught a lot of them i believe at the end of their careers 
Um, but he still, you know, he did get it done. He does have a good fight IQ, you know, that's for sure. He he's uh he fights smart. He fights mean, he fights dirty. He'll he'll get away with whatever he can in the fight. You know, he's eye gouged ninety percent of the people that he fought. Mm. So I'll be interested to see. I will always be the guy that watches John Jones, but on the other side of the guy. Yeah. You know, I'm yeah, not yeah. I'll never watch to to watch him win. I'll always watch to you know and I admit it. I'll admit it. I'm not I, I don't like him. I, I don't like I don't even like the way he fights. You know, I hate that kick to the I, knee. I, I hate that. yeah. And, and but that's just him. That's that that kick, whether people throw it, you know, other people throw it, that kick is his personality. You know, that's his personality coming out in him. I'm just not a fan. So that said, who are you yeah, picking? Hard hard to pick uh at all, but it's hard to pick against him only because he possesses the one thing that I believe that you need to win a fight, and that's wrestling. Okay. You know, um if they stand, I pick I pick Francis or I pick uh gone. gone for sure, Cyril gone. Um and he may stand, you know, at range to to teep, to kick the knee, to keep long, you know, but I think if once they once they mix it up, he's going to be looking for a takedown for sure. And then once he does that, you know, if he gets a takedown, I think it's going to be a long night for Cyril Gone. I was thinking about this earlier today um, that in spite of the fact that he's John Jones, he's put on I don't know, 30, 40 pounds. Yeah, I guess at least by the time where he walked before and where he's walking now. Yeah. yeah. And he hasn't been in the cage in three years. Those are two significant obstacles to overcome. No doubt. To come in a fight against somebody with the skill set that Cyril Gunn has. No matter what, no matter how the fight's going, if it gets to four and five, yeah. he's going to feel it. Yeah. He's going to feel it for sure. Yeah. Yeah, no doubt. There's nothing. Is there anything you can do? I mean, you hear about fighters trading for cardio and all that stuff, but I know there's an adrenaline dump. There's a lot that happens. Is there really anything you can do to train for rounds four and five? Oh, I mean, to train for them, yes, but to being off for that long, you can't, you can't train or fight at that pace. You know, in, in motocross, they call it the race pace. You know, practice pace mm -hmm. and race pace. Mm -hmm. You are caught so off guard if you've not done it yet by the race pace and the same as with a fight pace you know yeah uh it is a a different completely different feeling than sparring no question how much you'll of try it, and do way more things in sparring than you would in a fight how much of it is actual fight pace and how much of it is adrenaline dump and how much i mean is it is it a combination of both Oh, for or? sure okay no doubt no doubt um again how do you have them pulled up i do height wise what do we got Six four and six. Uh, okay, so Gone is listed at six five. Six five. So he's taller so than John Jones. He's he's a big dude. And then let me pull up Jones really quick and see what it is. Um, four, I think. Six four. Yeah, and I believe he has the longest reach in the UFC. That I do not have. I'll yeah, I'll look that up and validate 80, that. Five or six. Eighty. Yeah. Jeez. Yeah. There's one other guy who's 84, but I think John's is longer than that. And with that fight IQ, he knows how to use it. He knows. Oh, how no to, doubt, no doubt. He knows how to get there. And between that and and those oblique kicks, it's it, I'm sure it's hard to get in the phone booth with him because he can just like touch you up and jab you and keep you away. And then oh the yeah, oblique. 
oblique kicks. And John Jones, I feel like he uses his kicks well. I feel like that is eighty four and a half is his is his reach. That's crazy. Yeah. So that's that's straight up seven feet. Yeah, and he's six four. So there's an uh, what is that? Eight inch, eight inch, eight four inch extra on each arm. Yeah, you know that's a to, to normal people. Right, very long. Wow, very long. Wow. Um, all right. Well, so I, I know you said it was I'm hard to pull in for Fran or for for Cyril gone. I am uh, not going to bet on anyone. If I had to bet, if gun to my head, I would probably pick John Jones. Yeah, but I am, begrudgingly. But I'm yeah. I'm going to pick. I'm going to pick Cyril gone anyway because <laughs> <laughs> I'm not betting. Yeah. Yeah. It's awesome. Well, it's going to be it's going to be awesome. Um, yeah. As we said before, pay attention to the undercard. I think there's going to be some great fights on the undercard, and I think it's going to be an entertaining night for sure. Unfortunately, this giant card, I have a guy fighting in Oklahoma on Saturday night, so we'll be watching on my phone on the dashboard of my car driving back <laughs> to Texas. It's not the first time you've watched fights like it's that. Definitely not. <laughs> so I know between between uh, uh, Ty and this, you've you spent some road time watching fights. So oh yeah, oh yeah. And I as soon as I get home from Oklahoma, I go to sleep, wake up, and fly to San Francisco to watch Tyler Russell's conference championship at Stanford. Oh, good luck, Ty. We'll yeah. be, everybody will be pulling for him for sure. Cool, cool. We'll see you guys next week after the fight and go over the recap. Thank you. It is all over. Just like that.